When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Lauren Sherman, the writer behind Puck's fashion and beauty memo line sheet. And I'd like to welcome you to my new show, Fashion People. On every episode of Fashion People, I'll be talking to insiders about the stuff we're all whispering between the press releases. From M&A rumors to celebrity stylist dish to the future of legacy media. Be sure to follow and listen to Fashion People, a presentation of Odyssey in partnership with Puck. Available on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Unhappy Hour, the show where we bitch about all the things we love to hate every single week. I'm your host, Matt Bellisai. I'm here in my home studio recording far, far away from my co-host and producer, Barry Finkel. Hi, Barry. Hi, Matt. Hello from Michigan. Boo. <laughs> Woo. Boo. Boo. Anyway, all right, what is happening today? We're still, we still have a normal episode. We're going to kick things off as always with a little ranting. Then we got worse things first, where we shout about the stupidest, most ridiculous worst news of the week. Then we're diving deep into all the great advice that we get to make our stupid little lives a little bit better. Oh, you want me to take off push notifications? How about I push you off a ledge, bitch? And finally, we'll get to all the good stuff that helps the bad shit go down easier with our chasers. So let's get into it. Let's do it. Let's start the show. All right, Barry, besides not being right here next to me, caressing my naked thigh, what is your gripe of the week? Well, first of all, it's the image of me (laughs) caressing your naked thigh. (laughs) Okay, fine. Homophobia. You denying my sexual advances? Homophobia, actually. (laughs) Wow, that's so deeply layered and complicated. (laughs) Um, But it is, at its heart, homophobic. Yeah, Um, that's like third wave me too. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Um, No, I, you know, we've talked a lot about weddings and wedding culture on this pod. And like, we've maybe come up with this before, but it is on the mind right now because I have two weddings within the next four weeks, Uh Um, which is I just learned that not only are bridesmaids expected to give wedding gifts, but also wedding shower gifts don't count towards a wedding gift. Did you know that? (laughs) I I really don't know the etiquette around wedding gifts. I feel like we shouldn't have to give wedding gifts. I my, agree. My presence should be enough. And I'm right. saying that with the E-N-C-E, okay? Yes. Especially, 1,000%. Especially if it's like a destination. And yeah. by destination, I mean anytime you have to get on an airplane. Right. That's right. your that's like, your present is me attending. 1000% is how I feel about it, too. Turns out that is not the way that most of society thinks about it. And I maybe have been offending everyone I love who has gotten married in the last few years. Same. <laughs> um, so I just I just don't. Uh, yeah, I truly 
truly thought that shower gifts were the wedding gift, but it turns out shower gifts are just for the shower and then you're also expected to give another gift for the wedding. And that to me is absolutely bonkers. Um, Like we're all adults here. You're not a child bride. You're not a child groom. Like, Right. Like we have yourself a present. We have evolved past the age where like I had to buy you a set of sheets because you didn't have it when you were betrothed. Right. I was buying you the set of sheets that you would lose your maiden head on. Right. Like you own a home together. You've lived in several apartments together. Like I'm I know your inventory. (laughs) Exactly. And the fact that I am here should be enough. And that's how I feel about it. 100% agree. Thank yeah. you. What about you? What What is your gripe of the week? I do have multiple complaints this week. Um, first of which is something that I've seen pop up on uh, Instagram. I feel like the New York Times is to blame for it. Like at least once a year, the New York Times will just invent some shit and that everybody gets <laughs> pissed over. <laughs> it's like they're the reason everybody was pissed over avocado toast all those years ago. Oh, it yeah. was just oh, like yeah. every year they pick something else and everybody gets mad about it. And this year that thing is butterboards. Have you seen this? I actually have not, but I'm going to look it up right now as you you tell me more. I saw it on TikTok actually first, ring the TikTok bell, but I found uh, the New York Times wrote like a piece about it. Basically, it is a charcuterie board, and I wanted to bring this up because obviously we've talked a lot about charcuterie boards in the last month. Uh, it is a charcuterie board where it's soft butter that is spread over the board, and then maybe you'll put like different herbs and stuff in it. And people are expected to kind of use pieces of bread and stuff to kind of like scrape up the butter. Interesting. I just, anybody who has ever gone to kind of use a knife to bread a piece of butter, and the second you reuse that knife in the butter, it's immediately disgusting. The crock of butter is soiled. There are crumbs everywhere. It takes on this dark hue. It is, Mm -hmm. and and now it it tastes like the flavor of, you know, an everything bagel. And you're putting that spread over an entire board and everybody's just like scraping it like toilet paper. I don't like that. I don't like that. Whoever invented this needs to take a long, hard look in the mirror, but I bet they can't. Because there's a bunch of disgusting butter all over it. <laughs> and they I have to smear it aside. <laughs> it says whore written in butter like black swan. <laughs> and you have to scrape it aside with a piece of focaccia. I, I agree with your assessment completely. The one thing that I do want to just make very clear is we here at Unhappy Hour are huge butter advocates. Like, of course. We fucking yeah. love butter. I am all for people. Butter as a trend. Butter on bread. Butter everywhere. I'm all for that. I'm all for engaging as a community around a table eating butter plain, honestly, by the spoonful. However, I agree that that is not the best way to actually apply butter. And I feel like we've kind of figured out like whipped butter in little individual dishes is the best way to do it. Everyone gets their own and you spread it on yours that you can have that contaminated knife double dip as many times as you want Mm -hmm. without it offending other people. I just feel like we already got to the best version and we don't need to like reinvent it for the sake of TikTok. 
No. Communal butter, never a good idea. I never want to share butter with anybody. And yeah, people have very particular like butter um, habits. Like my mom loves rock hard butter, like prefers it. And I'm like, that is (laughs) insanity. It's offensive to me personally, but also it's still butter, I guess. It's still butter, but it's like it is impossible to apply. You basically need enough that you can just have enough chunks covering every kind of surface, which is what happens. That to me is just sad. Like when I experience that. I get sad, but I love that for your mom, that is joy. The other thing on TikTok that I saw butter related was that someone was using (laughs) a grater, like a cheese grater to essentially grate a rock hard brick of butter. And that is a way of kind of applying cold butter right out of the fridge to a, a larger surface area without, you know, having chunks that's interesting i've used the greater method of course in my pie baking right right that is one way to do it i prefer getting my hands in there and squeezing the butter myself but i have also tried the the great greater method and you know i i'm for that that seems like a good workaround if you if you can't pop that butter in the microwave or don't have the time to let it get soft on the on the counter but uh either way you shouldn't be putting that all spread around on a board and then sharing it with your friends i'm against that that's fucked up yeah no fuck butter boards fuck whoever thought of this i hope um that your butter is spoiled for the rest of uh your life next um my next complaint was i mean once again i am taking truffles for several walks i'm starting to kind of get used to the habit of going on walks and i heard Mm -hmm, i mm -hmm. you know I, I, it just bears repeating that I desperately do not want to stop and talk to anybody. I don't want to right. be addressed. I don't want to be acknowledged whatsoever. I stopped and I had like a 15 minute conversation with someone <laughs> who insisted on picking her up, asking all of these questions, were giving me oh facts God. about like the breed that they thought she was, but she's not. Okay. It was also like a movie. It was like a movie set that I was walking through and it was some like PA or something. And I and then I was like, oh, what production is this? And she got kind of weird about it. And I was like, you stop me. And I've been talking to you for 10 (laughs) minutes. Tell me what fucking movie this is. okay? (laughs) shut your fucking mouth. The worst, though, is that I overheard some man and it was one of those people who like sit on the benches alongside like um Fort Green Park. So it's yeah, like a park you know, mayor. Yeah. Yeah. And Truffles like will kind of look at everybody and go to kind of walk towards them. And I will kind of, you know, gently pull her in the right direction. And <laughs> I heard him say, quote, I like dogs, but not like that. <gasps> this is why you need to teach her how to kill. Because right. Then you can just say kill yeah <laughs> she'll attack Dracaris, and then she rips his yeah, throat exactly out. yeah that it's is, just like wow. you could have waited until i was out of earshot before you yeah. basically were like i like all dogs except your shitty dog <laughs> yeah fuck him <laughs> i it's yeah i cannot think of like a more devastating insult than someone being like i like dogs but not yours <laughs> right like replace dog with any anything any person any subject and it is sad and mean (laughs) 
My um, last complaint, wow. I'm pretty sure I've used before, but it bears repeating that the cost of electricity remains absolutely insane. And I know, you of know, course. I'm in my ivory tower complaining about paying for electricity and when like, you know, all of Puerto Rico just lost power. My Con Ed bill was $300, $330. Yeah. <laughs> and I live, I'm a single person. Well, you know, I have a family of two now, but right. I still, I'm like, how the fuck did I spend $336 on electricity this month. It's because I'm running three air conditioners constantly, but still. Constantly. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's why. <laughs> and my my building has, now I think it's the law in New York that they have to display the like building's energy rating down uh, yeah. in like the front entrance. And my building has, along with every other building in New York that was built before 2016, has a D rating, which means like right. the second any type of atmosphere is established indoors, immediately it escapes. <laughs> I'm just saying electricity should be free. I don't really know how it works. I know someone is shoveling coal somewhere and then my lamp works, but I just do not get it. And um, yeah, whatever the Green New Deal is, I support it for this reason. <laughs> Thank you, AOC. Beautiful. And those are my complaints. Do we have any listener complaints this week? Yeah, let's check out the rant hotline. I believe we even have a two-parter that was sent in in August. Let's give it a little listen. Yeah, hi, Matt Berry. This is your bestie, Madison. If this doesn't get me on air, I don't know what the fuck else you want from me, okay? <laughs> listen, somebody is fucking with me. It is. 8.45 p.m. on a Tuesday, and I'm trying to cook myself a little Thanksgiving dinner. I just put a pan on my kitchen island, right here on the island. I'm banging on it. I turn back around to grab the pan. That shit is gone. Where is it? Where the fuck is my pan? Uh-oh. Who is in my house? Um, like, it's just gone. I don't have that many cabinets in my kitchen. What? <laughs> what the fuck, guys? Okay, love you so much. Bye. Have a great fucking day. <laughs> okay, she got mad at us at the end. Yeah, I do feel a little bit attacked. But there's a but second see what part. She's got to say. Hi guys, it's me again, Madison. Hi. Um, just in case you care about where my pan went, it's been literally two minutes since I called you. It's under my kitchen sink because I put it there because there's a leak under my kitchen sink. Oh my god. <laughs> And this is why you don't smoke <laughs> before you cook. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that all makes sense. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Okay, this is actually a great reminder because whenever I, I've thought this so much while I'm watching The Real Housewives is like, oh, my God, these people's behavior is crazy. And then I'm like, oh, right. Drugs. I always forget. <laughs> They're all drunk. Because <laughs> I, my mind immediately, obviously was like, oh my God, your house is haunted. You need to get out immediately. Yeah. This is a horror I was like, is film there a burglar? Like, <laughs> yeah. Are we about to be called up to testify? <laughs> uh, yeah. I do appreciate that. In this moment when you were like, oh my God, my, someone is in my house. My items are missing. I'm being haunted. You were like, I need to call the rant hall about this. I need to dial up Matt and Barry from Unhappy Hour, the podcast, and let them know that my pan is missing. Um, yeah, no, you should not be cooking for yourself. 
sweetie. Uh, you should be absolutely <laughs> ordering in. And yeah, uh, when you're at that point, you got to just order in. And it's really important to order in when you're already stoned. Don't do what yes. I often do, which is order when you're sober and then drink or smoke. And then you get the food, what you ordered as a sober person, not what you want as a stoned person. No, you have a bad habit of ordering like salmon and broccoli (laughs) and quinoa and then we get it and it's horrible. And I just weep. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, also mad respect for the fact that you were making a Thanksgiving meal on August 30th. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we did not address the fact that it was um, that message was sent on August 30th and she was making a Thanksgiving dinner. So uh, once again, choices were made. And um, anyway, thank you for calling. I'm so glad that you finally made it onto the show with your forgetfulness. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's so relatable. All right. um, Let's get into the headlines. All right, worst things first. Let's shout about the worst news of the week first. Customs officials in Germany, only in Germany, y'all, say a trail of slime led them to a stash of almost 100 giant African land snails hidden inside bags at Dusseldorf Airport. <laughs> Fuck okay, I, I, yes. I, wow. Wow. Of all the slime that exists, I was thinking Nickelodeon slime. I was thinking like the like putty that preteens really like to play with nowadays. But no, they meant right. the OG slime. Primordial slime. Honestly, shout out to these officers who were like, I'm going to follow this slime. Because if I see slime in an airport based <laughs> on every movie I've ever seen, I'm not following that shit. Okay. There's an X-Man at the end of that no. <laughs> who's destroying the city. I'm going in the opposite direction. Absolutely. Also, how giant are we talking when we're talking well, giant Well, we've snails? talked about giant African land snails before. I think they can grow up to be the sizes of oh, like rabbits, course. basically. I am looking it up right now and I am definitely seeing like palm size, like large and right. in your in your hands. Sometimes you need to Because I'm pretty sure they them. also like fuck like crazy and they're like an invasive species and they destroy mm. everything. I think we talked about it last uh, if it was in the episode we had talked about it because it was like in, a bunch of African snails were invading this town in Florida and um, the town had to be quarantined. Mm. But um, yeah um, customs officials um, followed this trail of slime. They stumbled over one of the snails in a baggage truck and initially thought it was a toy. Classic, classic toy. Everyone (laughs) knows. You got your slinkies, you got your yo-yos, and you got your giant African snail toy. Right, of course. But then (laughs) it started moving and they were like, oh shit. So they followed the trail of slime. Uh, They found more bags A total of six bags containing uh, 93 giant snails, 62 pounds of fish and smoked meat, and a suitcase of rotting meat. Okay. So Okay. Like, this person sounds like they know how to travel. Yeah, this is exactly, like, this is light. This is traveling light for me. Six bags, only 62 pounds of smoked meat. That is barely (laughs) over the limit. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. That only is going to cost you an extra, what, $100? Yeah, definitely. I hate that rule. I I mean, all you have to do is take out 12 pounds of, of smoked meat and eat it on the spot. And then... Which is like easy, done. Right. That bag flies uh, for I free on Southwest. Challenge. Right. 
in a giant snail's you could probably put in an overhead bin and the rotting meat <laughs> i don't know about that much but yeah travel with a group you know i just i don't understand where these snails were coming from where they were going why people are trading these giant african snails i don't understand what snails are the fact that they actually leave slime is amazing to me i thought that was a myth <laughs> i thought snails were made up by spongebob no they're real right they're real no and i will say of all the snails um these ones do look a lot like gary not in colorway but in like you know they just got a classic shell they got the little like little uh, antenna eye things in a way that i'm like i see i see how you're related right exactly it does it does i'm not, i'm just gonna take a i'm just gonna take a wild guess and say it compared to the other luggage that this person was you know traveling with sounds like they were maybe for food okay that that sounds is like true like that it sounds like a whole meal you know what is 62 pounds of fish and smoked meat and a suitcase of rotting meat without a side of 93 giant snails but are the is the other items food for the snails or are the snails also oh, food shit wow that's what we that i had not considered isn't that what we all are asking ourselves all the time are we food every day when i wake up or are we dancer? dancer? Exactly. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> Next. This story I hate so much, but you know what? I feel like we're obligated to talk about it. Okay. The FDA issued a warning following a supposed TikTok trend in which teens are using NyQuil as a chicken marinade. No, teens. Stop it. Just drink it straight out of the bottle. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, the headline across the internet has been like, FDA warns teens to stop cooking NyQuil chicken. And it's like, the thing I hate about stories like this, and obviously we are part of the ridiculous news cycle industrial complex. Mm -hmm. we, we participate. We are to blame. I would like to think that we're at least aware of it, but... Whenever something like this happens, I'm like, is this actually a trend or did one person do something and then the Daily Mail writes about it and then three other outlets write about it and then idiots like us get on our stupid podcast and talk about it as if it's an actual trend when it was right. just one person dumping NyQuil as a joke. It was like Tide Pods. Nobody was fucking eating Tide Pods. But it got so Show bad one person. that they had to have like emotional, emotional commercials that showed like children being far away from Tide Pods and them being like Tide Pods. Yeah, they're not for children. It was like, what? We got this far? Yeah, like every fucking Target in New York had to lock up Tide Pods behind <laughs> a glass barrier just because some idiot on TikTok made a joke and then everybody took it seriously. So I don't actually know how much of a trend this actually is, if anybody's actually eating it. I saw one video of someone dumping, you know, NyQuil onto a chicken breast. And it, here's the thing. Uh, I don't actually believe that any person is buying um any person who would do this is cooking chicken i don't believe that <laughs> someone who's stupid enough to put nyquil on chicken is probably not going to the store and buying raw chicken to make chicken yeah and then eat it afterwards right like what teen is cooking chicken that's mm. not like frozen nuggets right yeah yeah no that's a super fair point <laughs> I don't know. I just don't believe it. And uh, I think it's ridiculous. But the FDA issued this statement saying, do not do this. It is dangerous to eat. 
not only is it stupid, but it is dangerous. Um, and not only is eating it dangerous, but even just boiling, you know, the process of cooking NyQuil can make it much more concentrated and change its properties in other ways. And that can make you very sick. And even if you don't eat it, inhaling the medication's vapors while cooking could cause high levels of the drug to enter your body and hurt your lungs. So here's the only issue with that statement is that will make teens want it more. <laughs> They're like, oh, it's a vape where the drugs are more concentrated and it'll get me higher faster. <laughs> Fucking sick. Right. Bro. Like, and you have a delicious a meal as a part of it. Right. I also just cannot imagine it tasting good. No, you, that's my point is they're not doing this because this is like a delicious marinade. They're doing this to get fucked up. Right. Like, right. Yeah. So that's not saying like, guys, you shouldn't do this because it'll get you really fucked up is actually not the message. <laughs> right. That, that you should be sending because that message is going to make people want to do it more. Like, if you want to be fucked up, just eat raw chicken. Right. Like, Big Tobacco did a great job of terrifying kids and being like, here's all the terrible, terrible things about cigarettes. What we're not going to tell you is cigarettes also kind of get you high and feel awesome. (laughs) Like, they left that part out and then we were all scared and didn't realize it. And then you smoke a cigarette and you're like, oh, this is kind of fun. And it's the same thing here. Like right. NyQuil on chicken, it's not going to taste good. It will get you fucked up. But like, let's not focus on that. Let's focus on all the bad parts only, not the fun parts. FDA, take note. When we work for the FDA, we will be issuing better guidance than this. Yes. And we'll tell you exactly how to get fucked up. <laughs> And finally, there is a major scandal happening in the world of chess. Exciting stuff. Wow. And apparently it involves vibrating anal beads. Okay. Yeah. Wait, before we get into this, I listen to the radio every morning. I listen to WMYC. 9 a.m. is when the BBC radio hour starts. I was like half paying attention, half working this morning when I was listening. And I thought I heard the words anal beads. But then I heard the words chess and I thought, no, I must have misunderstood that. They're just British and I I misunderstood the accent. Nope. Apparently it was actually nope. about anal beads. So I'm very excited to find out what that is about. Let's let's break this down because this was a big story. I did talk about this on my um, live radio show Ooh. that is every Thursday at 5 p.m. Eastern on AMP. You have to download the AMP app, but uh, I'll be doing that for a while. So you would have heard this story already if you were listening, but it's a good enough story that I'm going over it again. Honestly, shocking that it took this long for chess and anal stuff to overlap, I would say, because every chess piece is just a variety of butt plug. It's so true. Like there's got to be a similar origin story here. Nobody becomes a professional chess player without being categorically insane. And yeah, something has to be like, if you were born with the brain of a computer, like something is wrong. (laughs) Like uh, (laughs) you need to be immediately imprisoned. This is like, you need to be in that room that they kept Magneto in. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so here's what happened. Uh, A couple weeks ago, there was this major chess tournament. I think it might still be happening. Uh, The prize, $350,000. Okay, not nothing. That's which again, good money. I'm like, you were born with this talent. This is not fair. <laughs> like, this is not a skill that you acquired over time. You were just born like your brain had this thing. Okay, sure. I'm just, I'm anti-intelligence. 
Okay. So there's this world chess champion whose name is Magnus, who withdrew from the competition because he was unexpectedly defeated by the lowest rated player, a guy named Hans. Wow, an underdog. This underdog named Hans is the lowest rated player. He unexpectedly beats this guy named Magnus and Magnus is like, fuck it. I'm quitting the whole competition. He announced that he was withdrawing on Twitter and he tweeted this video and it wasn't of him. It was from some other sport, but the quote in the video was, I prefer not to speak. If I speak, I'm in big trouble. Okay. So everybody was like, okay, what is this cryptic message? People are interpreting it to mean that Magnus thought, that the underdog was cheating and now they're speculating like how could this person have cheated during this competition and you might be wondering where the anal beads coming into right, this right please well one theory that's been put forth on the internet is that the underdog was using wireless anal beads that were connected to some and controlled by some other person in another room who is using an a computer uh, and then communicating with the person via anal beads about the next move. I mean, if that is what happened, Hans should win the entire tournament. Like, exactly. That's brilliant. And he should go on to be president of the world. There is just, I cannot imagine a way, like, you see how quickly these chess moves move? Like, how could you possibly communicate via anal beads? <laughs> I I don't know, but I just, all I want now is to communicate via anal beads about everything. <laughs> Can we do a whole, I mean, you, a we whole can. podcast? <laughs> We're just I actually feel like that part of it would be fairly easy. Yeah. Just I, communicating in general. These products exist. I don't want to be the one to break this to you, but these products do exist of, right. of you know, long distance sex toys. No, people I'm have aware. Apps. I just love, right. I love how people immediately turn it into something else and are like, well, this exists, so they must be then using it for this. Like, that is beautiful to me. The fact that this is one of the first theories. <laughs> or This is like the reverse the, of what normally happens. Right. Like, normally something exists and then people turn it into, like, sexual porn right. sex toy. But no, this is the opposite. Yeah, we and took a I think sex that's toy really and turned it into a, a chess winning strategy. If you were to ask me personally, how would Hans be cheating? I'd give you about 100 other options before I landed on anal beads. Right, right. Exactly. So the underdog Hans has tweeted like um, nobody basically who's like nobody has actually said like this is true. Uh, quote, the silence of my critics clearly speaks for itself. If there was any real evidence, why not show it? Is anyone going to take accountability for the damage that they've done, presumably to his reputation? So, yeah. The thing, though, is that it's unclear if he could actually have used anal beads <laughs> to beat the tournament's anti-cheating precautions. So it's like the games are broadcast, but they're on a 15-minute delay. Okay. So that, like, unless the person was in the room, and I'm guessing nobody in the actual room is allowed, like, phones and stuff like that. Unless you're in the actual room, like, you wouldn't be seeing it until 15 minutes later. And they also have, like, radio frequency identification systems and all of this stuff. So it's unlikely that he was using anal beads, but also 
you never know. Check the butt. You got to check the butt. Hans has vehemently denied that he cheated and even went so far as to say that he would play fully naked to prove it. Honey, anal beads go inside. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that was my exact reaction. I was like, guess what? (laughs) Not going to help. No. Okay. That's That's, the beauty of anal beads. Yeah. Unless it has a very long tail, but you just snip that off. Right. You know, it depends on how big and squishy his cheeks are (laughs) and whether it could hide. (laughs) We now need to investigate this personally. And I guess the update is that the the latest update, and this might have happened as uh, recently as today, is that there was another match in this tournament between these two men. And the champion guy, um, like, forfeited after one move. He was like, I'm still not. I guess he's still in it. He decided to get back in it. Yeah, I guess he's just a big, sore loser. (laughs) Right. That's the thing. It's like, if someone used anal beads to defeat me, they deserve it. Exactly. Hans deserves the world. Because once again, say it with me, chess isn't real. (laughs) I don't. It's like you're playing against a computer. You're two people who have no soul. This is the most exciting thing to happen to chess since that robot, that fucking yeah, ginger that robot yeah. and squish that kid's finger. <laughs> I forgot. About that. <laughs> anyway, that's it for this week's worst things first. Next, we are diving deep into all the advice I'd like to take and shove it in your face. Deep dive, deep dive, deep dive, deep dive, deep dive. Deep dive, deep dive, deep dive, deep dive, deep dive, deep dive, deep dive. I'm Bobby Finger. And I'm Lindsay Weber. And I want to tell you about a podcast I think you're going to love. Who Weekly is a podcast about everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. Does celebrity news stress you out? Are there too many people you've literally never heard of? Check out Who Weekly, a podcast hosted by Lindsay Weber and me, Bobby Finger. Each episode goes deep into the biggest Who Liberty stories of the moment, and if you're still confused, we even have a weekly call-in episode where we'll answer the most burning listener queries. Who Weekly airs twice weekly with brand new episodes on Tuesdays and Fridays. Listen and follow Who Weekly on the Odyssey app or wherever else you get your podcasts. I'm Shimon Yai, and I have a new podcast called The Competition. Every year, 50 high school senior girls compete in a massive scholarship competition. I wouldn't say I have an ego problem, but I'm extremely competitive. All of the competitors are used to being the best and the brightest, and they're all vying for a huge cash prize. This will probably be the most intense that you've ever gone through in your life. I remember that feeling because I was one of them. I lost, but now I'm coming back as a judge and also a kind of teen girl anthropologist. Because if you want to understand what it's like to be a young woman in America today, the competition's not a bad place to start. Hopefully no one will die on stage tonight. From Pineapple Street Studios and Wondery, this is The Competition. Follow The Competition on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to The Competition early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. All right. Well, guess what? Um... Seasonal depression is upon us. The days are getting shorter and I feel like garbage. (laughs) (laughs) Just a big old hot dumpster fire of a person. Emphasis on the hot. 
Exactly. The point is, I've been seeing a lot of shit on Twitter, a lot of posts, all of these, uh, all of these publications are putting out stuff that are clearly aimed at the onset of depression season. And it is all of this advice about how to tackle the world. Life advice. And I'm here to say, I don't want it. <laughs> Fuck off. I don't want your advice about shit. I enjoy living in the dumps. So today I wanted to talk about all of the shitty advice that I see on TikTok and on Twitter from all of these fucking publications telling me how to improve from my, my life. From my loved ones. From, from my therapist, from other <laughs> medical professionals. Let's get into it. First, this is one of the things that I wanted to address up top because it is a uh, something that I've talked about before on the podcast and that this is a fitness suggestion that I have seen on TikTok repeatedly and I fell for it and that is something called 12330. Are you familiar? Oh, are those are those my measurements? <laughs> <laughs> you got, I don't, you got I don't even know what waste. kind of human that would look like. <laughs> Besides me. Uh, no, I don't know what that is. Remind me. So it is a settings basically for a treadmill. So the suggestion oh, is that. Oh, the incline. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Yeah. You set the treadmill incline to 12. You do the speed of three miles per hour and you do that for 30 minutes. And it's supposed to be like the selling point all over TikTok is look at this super easy form of cardio. If you hate running, if you hate like high intensity exercises, this is the thing for you. You're basically just walking walking for 30 minutes every day and the results are so amazing and I bought into this shit first of all it was just invented by like some woman it was like not a fitness person at all it was just some <laughs> woman who was like here here's what I do because I hate running and then everybody like glommed onto it and now all of these fitness people are like do this it's so amazing as if all you're doing is just like walking you're not it's hard <laughs> three miles per it's hour like is fast it's not running but it's also not just like meandering and an right. incline of 12 is like vertical it is right. uphill you're you're climbing a mountain the best part of it is only 30 minutes i guess but everybody who's ever done cardio knows that one minute of cardio is a lifetime i cannot possibly <laughs> expect it to do that so for 30 much. lifetimes no. <laughs> no. Also, like at the heart of this, what it sounds like is like, oh, you don't like working out? Here's a little trick. And it's like, no, at the heart of it, there is no trick. Like, I don't want to work out. And that is still working out. Even if it's it's not running, it's still working out. Yeah, I don't want to work out ever. And if your advice is that I should be exerting myself more than lying down horizontally, then I don't want your fucking advice. <laughs> Next, this is just a gripe about so-called intuitive eating, okay? It's the, oh, just eat when you're hungry. Fuck off. Absolutely fuck off. I am always hungry. Hunger <laughs> does not take a break, okay? I have a tapeworm inside of me. That is, I'm eating for two always. I'm a you're pregnant a woman. You're a full-time feeder. Exactly. 
I will absolutely be, I will absolutely be hungering 24-7. I am hungering in my sleep, okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah, if I were a cartoon character, I would just be a rumbling stomach. I would just be a <laughs> giant stomach organ that just has wavy outsides because I'm I'm imagining always. like Tasmanian devil, but instead of chaos, it's just food that's coming into the little tornado. Right. Yeah, I just don't I I just don't appreciate the fact that I that I'm supposed to trust my own self like that is not happening. I don't have any idea of what my own body is thinking. (laughs) Absolutely not. Next. Oh, just turn off your phone notifications and that'll clear your brain. Okay, so now I'm just constantly going to be thinking about what messages I'm missing. Oh, so I'm just (laughs) constantly thinking about all of the shit that I have to respond to when I eventually go and check it. (laughs) I have my phone set to every night at like 1030. I think it automatically goes into sleep mode. And um, and so it silences all of the notifications that I get after that. Yeah, I tell you that that for 9 p.m. The second the 1030 hits, I'm immediately checking to see if I've gotten any messages. <laughs> it does not work whatsoever. Again, it's you trying to trick your brain, but you're smarter than that. So advice where it's like, here's a trick. No, it doesn't work. We're too smart. Yeah, my brain will a find a way to be anxious no matter yes. what. <laughs> that was the That's other thing. why we're mentally ill. <laughs> That was the other thing that I saw this week was that apparently like the American Medical Association is now advising that every doctor screen for anxiety for anybody under the age of 65. And it's like, are you alive right now? (laughs) Then you got it. (laughs) You're anxious, bitch. Congrats. I don't need a fucking doctor to tell me that. I, I know that I am anxious. I don't need a doctor to, but I also have had multiple doctors tell me. Yeah, it is gratifying when a doctor is like, oh, yeah, no, you're anxious. (laughs) It's not necessarily normal to be feeling this way constantly. Um, In my case, it's probably because I drink 12 cups of coffee every hour. But yeah, yeah, you know, it all everybody has their own shit. What else? What other advice? Oh, just make your bed in the morning. And that'll be the first. Once you get that task done at the beginning of the day, everything else will be smooth. No, it won't. No, days are still going to be shit, but your bed will be made. So I guess that's nice. Yeah. Now it's just one more thing that I'm going to have to do when I want to lay down and take a nap. (laughs) I'm actually impeding future me by making it more difficult for me to escape from the world later on today. Right. I actually do make my bed every morning, but by quote unquote, make my bed. I just mean, (laughs) I just mean like re like position the blankets. I don't tuck anything in. There's nothing like that. It's really just a matter of like making the blanket like even again. And the reason I do that is because I will feel too guilty about the fact that it's messy otherwise. So it's, it's not about like having a beautiful start to my day, clean slate. It's like, if I don't do this, I will hate myself more. (laughs) Right. Exactly. (laughs) And, And like, that sure that works i guess i mean unfortunately i am what i'd like to call a thrasher and so the Mm. state of my bed in the morning is unrecognizable if i were to make (laughs) my bed like the actual side-by-side version of it from night to, to morning is 
two incredibly distinct pictures. Mm, mm. Like there is extra, there's debris, there is, <laughs> you know, things have things have taken on solids, have turned to liquids and vice versa. It's just what are you doing in your bed? <laughs> it's why I can't be bothered to make it. I did see an incredibly upsetting tweet um, that was upsetting because of its accuracy. Mm. And that is that men treat their sheets like cast iron skillets. <laughs> And I'm like, <laughs> it's seasoning. It's all seasoning, baby. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it's true. You, if your bed doesn't have a little crunch to it, you're not doing it <sighs> right. <laughs> okay. 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 <laughs> I'm exaggerating for effect, gentlemen. Um, oh, don't look at your phone right before bed. Okay, so I guess I'll just stare at a wall for an hour. Like, whenever anybody says, turn off your phone, don't look at screens before you go to bed, what am I supposed to look at? What, what else isn't a is screen there? nowadays? Yeah. Guess what? Every piece of furniture, every... My body has morphed into a screen viewing form. Right. It is literally physiologically impossible for me to not be looking at a screen. <laughs> So the idea that I'm calming myself, that I'm preparing myself for rest by putting away the screens that my body is preternaturally designed to look at. Right. It no, needs it now. We're causing actual pain and discomfort by me depriving myself of this. Is there a distinct difference between the type of sleep I get when I use my phone right before bed and the type of sleep I get when I don't? Yes, it's noticeable. But how am I supposed to know that if I don't look at my phone before bed? Exactly. Um, I never know what I'm going to miss. Stuff is happening right. always. There and are other I, time zones. How am I supposed to look up what my alarm is set to? How am I supposed to get to all of the apps that help me fall asleep without my phone? It doesn't make sense. What I will say, and this is a pro tip, um, I did, and I'll simp for Apple. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I'll suck out their teeth. Did I order one of the new phones? Absolutely. Yeah. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, I do every year because I'm part of the trade-in program and it's only like a hundred bucks to get a new phone. And yeah, is it making electronic waste? Sure. Am I buying things that'll exist in the world for the next one million years? Yeah. <laughs> But guess what? The fucking oil companies are worse. So I don't feel bad. But the point is, <laughs> I did upgrade my my phone to the new iOS. If you have an iPhone, mm -hmm. you can get iOS 16. And one of the things that it can change is that you can set it to revert to a certain... Um, so like at 1030, when I go into sleep mode... When I open my phone, you can change the actual like home screen that it shows when you actually open your phone, like that Ooh. first screen that it shows you instead of it being the normal like apps that you have, it, it'll, it's like a special screen just for that mode. So I've oh. changed it to be like, it's only my podcast, my like audible, my clock, and it's only the things and it doesn't show my messages or my emails or anything. Wow. Well, so that is a pro that. tip. All right. Now, See, do I, I still like, check? Yeah. No, I mean, yeah, of course. I, But I do appreciate that in this case, the advice that was given to us 
the company took hold of it and was like, you know what? We got this. It's not on you. We got this. And it's like, thank you. I have a lot of other things I need to be doing. I don't need to be acting on your advice. Right. Exactly. They're not figuring out a way for us to spend less time on our phones. They're just figuring out a way to make, you know, us. Us feel less bad about being on our phones (laughs) constantly. (laughs) But that was always the problem is like I would wake up and want to like play the news from my phone, play like a news podcast. But the second I look at my phone, it would show all of my messages. And it was like, how can I possibly not respond if I've seen it? It's in here now. Yeah. I know I did think that getting truffles would like make me stop watching my phone right before bed because I'm like, you know, she's sleeping. I have to not disturb her. No, we're watching Game of Thrones at uh, midnight, blasting (laughs) it. We're watching it together. (laughs) It's a bonding experience now. Uh, yeah, she she sleeps in her cage while I watch my shit. I don't watch pornography in front of her. (laughs) Thank you for letting the people know. (laughs) It feels wrong. I don't think she should be exposed to that. Not until she's older. Next. And finally, people were like, oh, just drink more water. Once again, something that I have advocated for in the past and said that I'm actively working on. Um, No, (laughs) I have to pee constantly. My bladder is protruding. Okay. My kidneys hurt. There's blood in the toilet. No, Matt. (laughs) Not actually. Okay, good. (laughs) I'd be so worried about you. Also, have you not heard that there's like droughts everywhere and stuff? It's actually environmentally conscious to not be drinking water. (laughs) It's selfish to drink too much water. Water is the source of so much pain in this world. Drowning, Mm. hurricanes, scalding hot water in the shower that burns your skin. Oh, or really freezing cold water in the shower that you can't get comfortable taking a shower during. Right. Sweat is water and that that is bad. That's so, fucked up. Anti-water officially. We're switching <laughs> our stance. The Unhappy Hour podcast is officially anti-water and I don't want to hear it anymore. So don't give me advice yeah. is really the lesson here. I'm not about self-improvement at all. And I choose to be the worst version of myself. Thank you so much. All right. We're almost there. We're almost at the end of the show. But first, our chasers. Chasers are the good stuff that help all the bad shit go down easier. Starting with Do Better White People, where we highlight some anti-racism resources and other actions we can take to make our world a little bit better. This month, we have been highlighting teacher wish lists. So it's the last week of September. So keep sending in your wish lists if you have them. Keep buying supplies for all of these teachers and their students. You can find those wish list on our Instagram. We have it as a highlight on our Instagram on happy hour. And you can find all of our do better white people shout outs in our Instagram bio. Uh, so that is our shout out of the week and the month. Now let's get into the TV. We've been watching Barry. What have you been watching? Same old, same old. I'm watching Bad Sisters on Apple TV+. Plus. I'm watching Lord of the Rings, The Rings of Power, and I'm watching House of the Dragon. I did have to watch House of the Dragon with my parents instead of with you um, this past week. And that was not as fun. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, this was like a relatively unsexual episode. Yeah, thank God. Right. Thank God. Because the one um, before was like 50% orgy. 
But it was a thing where, and I'm sure my dad will not appreciate me saying this, but like immediately he was like, I had the captions on and he was like, hey, can we turn the captions off? Because otherwise that's all I focus on. And I was like, ah, sure. Turn the captions off. Immediately he was like, what did they just say? (laughs) (laughs) Like, I don't know. That's why I have the fucking captions on. (laughs) Yeah, I have become Um, someone who watches everything with captions. Yeah, I mean, just they say a lot of gobbledygook on that show. It's like, it doesn't even make sense when you read it, but you certainly don't understand it when they say it. Um, There's so many realms (laughs) anyway. uh, But that is what I'm watching this week. What about you? Yeah, pretty much all the same. Um, The big one this week is that the great British bake off is back. (gasps) Yeah. And yeah, my attention span is entirely shot and it is very difficult to focus on it without watching other stuff. But the fact that it is like work to have to like sit down and watch the Great British Bake Off, but it's like, I know it will be rewarding. That is the one thing that I'm like, I will delay my gratification. I will not look at my phone so I can look at these beautiful British people make (laughs) scrumptious pastries. Yum, yum, yum. Yeah. Um, what is your non-TV chaser? My non-TV chaser is for a very specific thing, but there is a little bakery uh, near where I'm staying in Michigan called The Whistle Stop, and they have the best sprinkle sugar cookie I've ever had. I, I may have even used this as a chaser last year when I was here, but it's just that fucking good. And they have these like really really big really thin chocolate chip cookies that are also really good and i've just eaten cookies every single day and i just huge shout out to cookies specifically uh these whistle stop cookies um but just huge shout out to cookies a little sugar sprinkle cookie it's fun it tastes good it's so much butter and i love as we all know butter so that's my non-tv chaser for the week what about you Yeah, I'll echo that and say that I've been having these double chocolate chip cookies, which are like, Mm. you know, when the dough is chocolate and then also the the chips, it's like you can't it doesn't get any better than that, folks. Mm -mm, mm -mm, That is mm -mm. the ideal cookie. Oh, yeah. Even though I'm just like chomping into solid chocolate, but that is amazing. But it's worth it. My other one, of course, uh, I said this at the top of the show, but actually going on like regular walks again with the dog is very good. And it's not just because I'm walking a dog, but like actually going for walks. I do recommend it. It is very easy. Don't do 12, 330. Just go for a walk outside. Amen. Anyway, go for a walk. Eat a cookie. Eat a cookie while you're on a walk. Combine (gasps) them all. Wow. And that is it for this week's episode. Thank you for listening to Unhappy Hour. You can buy merch at unhappyhourshop.com. As always, head to the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. Follow us, rate us, review us, but only if it's nice. I don't want to hear your shit. Unhappy Hour is a production of Pineapple Street Studios. It's produced by Barry Finkel, Melissa Slaughter, Marisa Roscoe, and me, Matt Belisai, Grace Chen, Liz O'Malley, Meredith Rice, and Kirk Courtney help out with our socials. Special thanks to Jenna Weiss-Berman and Max Linsky. Our music is by Hansdale Sue. You can bother Barry at Finkelberry Pie. You can worship me at Matt Belisai. And you can follow Unhappy Hour Pod on Twitter and Unhappy Hour on Instagram for all the latest podcast buzz. You can leave us a voicemail on our rant hotline at 601-600-RANT. That's 601 601- one 600 7268 and that's it that's everything thank you for listening see you next week oh, bye bye
don't tell me not to live just sit and putter 